Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I am Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And this is Sheila. Hello. Sheila is <laughs> I'm our guest Sheila. this week. That is Sheila. <laughs> Sheila is a childhood friend, um, basically uh, knows everything about me that could ever be embarrassing <laughs> or used in the future for blackmail purposes. Maybe that's will actually my own podcast. That's actually... <laughs> the truth of Pauline Brennan. There we go. I don't I think like that it. that would have that much interest, but... Uh, that's actually how Sheila got her job, uh, her role, sorry, as our second time only guest so far. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to blackmail all the shit I know about you. And I was like, okay, you can be on it. You can be on it. That's Wait, you mean it went. wasn't an Instagram poll? Yeah. Uh, Wait, no, yes, yeah, yes. There was, no, it was. You were sure. clear. I definitely was diligent on that Instagram poll. For Thank sure. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mastered that Instagram. Okay. So, Sheila. Sheila picked a movie this week that we all watched at the tender age of 13, 14-ish. <laughs> Sheila, what movie did you pick this week? She's All That, the classic. Oh, the classic. 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 Who? Who was in this bad boy? Rachel got, Lee Cook. Yes. Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Jr. Matthew uh, Lillard. Face? Matthew uh, Lillard. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Uh, I also like to point out cameo from Sarah Michelle mm-hmm. Gellar. Such mm-hmm. an obvious one when watching it. I was like, oh my God, they totally linger on her with the camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah long, necessarily. This is a very if, long moment on this pizza. Didn't, yeah, if you didn't recognize this actress, then you're just like, why are they spending so much time staring at this one girl in the cafeteria? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would also, also like to talk briefly Usher. about Kieran Culkin. Oh, mm-hmm. and all Usher, Usher and but Kieran Culker, Culker, stuff. That's a tough name to say. Yes, yeah, but Kieran Culkin. Uh, anyone who uh, you know doesn't know him from his childhood days, but his latest has been the HBO TV show Succession, which is a crazy good show. I don't know if anyone else is watching it, but it's so good. Mm, Highly good recommend. Yeah. it's very dark. It's weird. He's a weird dude in it. Like you don't <laughs> like him per se, but he's a great actor. Um, I enjoy him in anything I've seen him in. He's actually. really He's good. really quite delightful. But yeah, Usher was Usher somebody when this was made. Yeah, or did Usher, Usher was somebody, somebody because, after. No, no, because I remember the trailer for She's All That. They highlighted the fact that Usher was in the film. Oh, it was okay. like every single trailer ended with a and Usher, and like <laughs> it always like landed right on him as he was doing like the DJing for the prom. That was always yes. the the shot they chose, um, but no, they, he was supposed to be a draw. Yep, yeah, got it, got it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Cam asked, he's like, was Usher somebody? And I was like, I don't know the timeline yeah. of Usher. To be Usher honest, I was, was like, somebody. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, it's really and strange. Then <laughs> I would like to also point out Kevin Pollock as the yes. father, who's a great actor in his own right, and then he's just like. He's just like the dad of Rachel Lee Cook in this movie, which well, I think is a very odd choice for him. It's a very odd choice, but also another one is Anna Paquin, guys. Anna Paquin's oh, in this yes. movie as before Freddie she, Prince Jr.'s sister. is before she was like X-Men Yeah, before she was rogue, rogue, but it was still really close. Like, it was like a year off from when she hit the rogue role. And she was in a bunch of others around this time, so she wasn't... Like Finding Forrester was around this time too, and oh, yeah. she had won her Academy Award for the piano. So I don't know. It's just it was just odd seeing her, and she saw that and being like, "Oh right," and she's Why just like the sister. Movie? Yeah, yeah, just a random, 
obscure role. But, but a very yeah, important so chock full really of very important. Yeah. Yeah. Chock full of 90s slash mm-hmm. like precursor 01 big blocks office blocks office <laughs> you're really having some fun yeah. blocks office blocks have office. you been drinking no actually which, i know which is a weird thing don't worry guys we're editing this out anyway. so we're just gonna edit i feel like you edit. say that in so many episodes though and, and it that always never happens but ah but you don't know what we do oh edit. that's true that's true but i do hear probably like once an episode we'll edit this out later <laughs> No, we just don't That's because we re-listen this and one we're I like, will. nah, this is We're keeping that. <laughs> Generally, it's really funny. So that's, we're like, well, we obviously have to keep this. Okay, and Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, yes. how about you provide us a solid synopsis, as you all always right. do. All She's right. all that. What's it about? It's about uh, teenagers in a high school in California. The main character, fl- played by Freddie Prince Jr., Zach <laughs> Siler, what a name, uh, is the <laughs> most popular guy at his high school. Everyone loves him. Everyone wants to be him. Every girl wants to date him, as they say in the film. And he returns from spring break to discover that his girlfriend uh, and notorious sort of bitchy high school queen type that you find in these 90s movies taylor has dumped him for this one of the stars of the real world who she met when she was away on summer on spring break as well he is very upset by this his friends mock him and in that mockery he says that she's not really much of anything and that anyone could be prom queen like her he could turn anyone to a prom queen because of how popular he is his friend played by paul walker takes him up on this bet and tells him he could not turn Lainey, a girl played by Rachel E. Cook, into prom queen of the school because she is the class weirdo artist freak show. And uh, they make this bet. Zach does his utmost to turn things around with Lainey, to gain her popularity, to prettify her, all that sort of stuff. And along the way, of course, he falls in love with her. She falls in love back. But will their love stand the test of time? Especially when a bet is revealed. Um, As Colleen said, Usher has a role. He actually plays the high school DJ slash which is a, a weird school role announcer to exist. Like, <laughs> yeah, they wrote this role very explicitly for, for like Usher, we for need one a draw. person. I it's mean, like, I've never, like, no I didn't go to high school in California, no so I don't know. No is just giving command <laughs> of the school intercom system to a student. And like all day. He's on all it. Day. From- he, that's <laughs> all day. That's all he does. He doesn't go to class. He's just constantly in the office doing announcements and playing music. So, <laughs> yeah. you totally know. normal. Totally Can you imagine if we had a DJ at St. Mary's just like playing music in between periods as we all change oh. classes? I, I think, think I'd great. hate it. I think I'd hate it. Well, no matter who it was, it wouldn't have been cool as like Usher. Like, yeah, well, we're, you're not going to get your school's Usher. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. It'll be some like some geek from like band doing stuff. <laughs> and not we that there's anything God. wrong with band, but no, you know, but we it, were all in drama. I mean, yeah. We're drama, and we're not we're very aware. Band. I no. want to be very clear. Yeah, they were probably cooler than we were, and we just didn't know that because <laughs> yeah. that always happens when you're at the bottom of the total mm-hmm, pool you don't mm-hmm. know that uh, anyway. until much later anyway so yeah so yeah. this is a as sheila mentioned in the trivia so this is a take on the classic story of pygmalion or a cinderella story as well whatever you guys want to pick but it's basically that bet 
Or even like if you guys are more familiar with My Fair Lady, which originally was Pygmalion before it got turned into a musical, it's that idea of betting and proving that this guy can turn a woman around. Um, and it's hysterical to think of that because Rachel Lee Cook is gorgeous and yeah. she's probably well, one of the more intelligent people in this movie. It's, <laughs> it's classic. Okay, before we get into everything oh, else about this movie, I think we, we do will. need to make a precursor that it's like, it is a 90s oh my God, yes, rom-com. Mm-hmm. We all know going in what we're getting out of this. Mm-hmm. So... No one's expecting Oscar-worthy performances. <laughs> if you are, watch a different movie because totally. you're just going to be mad. Yeah, and, but also, and like, listen to a different episode if that's what you're expecting. <laughs> yeah, like we're not talking. We are not talking. No country for old men here. Like we're yeah. talking. She's all that. So well, and for anyone, that. I'm I'm sure there are some listeners who are like Freddie Prince Jr. Who is that? <laughs> and unless you were a teenager in the '90s, there's oh. no reason you would know. For Freddie sure. Prince Jr. Oh is. my God, that didn't even occur to me. Because he's there are people he, younger than us. Totally, and older. But than even us, like who just older wouldn't. Than us. You mm-hmm. had to be right in that True age that, yeah. group for when he, he was, was popular. Because it was a blurry. Big, yeah, it was a very yeah. small window. Yeah, I guess, I guess. he was. Window. He was huge at the time, but it like when it ended, he like you're like we never heard from him again. The only <laughs> thing he's done, he's done voice acting. He's been and, in Star Wars Rebels hey, and stuff. Yeah, he was in Scooby Doo. Yes, so. he was. That's true. Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. and Matthew Lillard, Lillard, Lillard was also in that. He played, um, oh, what's his name? Shaggy, 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 and Scooby. Yeah, Shit, that's right. well done, mm-hmm. Sheila. All right, okay, everyone. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So yeah, this again, very nineties. You either oh, know super, of this yeah. movie or don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Sheila, let's move yes. to you because Lisa mm-hmm. and I have all, already done a lot of talking. <laughs> well, it's your podcast. That's fair. Well, but you are a guest, so. <laughs> We need to, we need to, um, we let's balance. hear from you yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so takeaways from this movie, from when you were a 13 year old Sheila, let's just backtrack in our mind's eye mm. a little bit to that time, you know, spiky hair. I feel like there was like a, like a, a choker necklace of some oh, sort. Being Everything worn. that's in fashion now. Yeah. <laughs> you had in the 90s. I had blue hair at some <laughs> point, pink. Yeah. Um, but what what did 13 year old Sheila think of this film? Were there takeaways, um, memorable scenes, moments for you that you were like, yes, this mm-hmm. is what I want. <laughs> Sheila, yeah. tell us all about it. So like we touched on in the trivia sode, I like because this was pre high school, I think, for for me, at least. And so I remember like thinking when I go to high school, this is going to happen to me. Like somebody's <laughs> totally. going to discover me. I'm going to like meet the love of my life. Oh, and it's yeah, like, obviously. and but I also know now that I wasn't even as cool as Lady. You know, I didn't have as like I didn't have an artistic niche. Um, I wasn't like edgy or mysterious. Like I was just super lame. So <laughs> the chances of me finding like the popular guy, they wouldn't even know I exist. They wouldn't even know my name. So yeah, yeah. right. But I you weren't you weren't like obscure enough exactly you were too <laughs> middle of the road ordinary <laughs> too yeah. average student you yeah, would yeah. have been sorry, same with me i say you but i mean like you me and lisa i think oh, yeah. all oh, would yeah. have just been like the girls at the beginning who get overlooked yeah and they're absolutely. like they're talking about who they could do and they're like no 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 not yeah, enough of a sure. challenge they're i'm the one that's like enough. picking her wedgie totally that was me 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yes okay so, so obviously like I, w- I yes. wanted to be as cool as Lainey but like we all know 
it wasn't happening. Um, I don't remember. There's that hack, that hacky sack scene where he goes yes. up. He has to go on stage, and I don't remember it being that bad. Oh, and the yeah. thing, but looking back on it, it was like, oh, this is a nightmare. <clears throat> like, <laughs> but I'm kind of like proud for him for proud of him for pulling that out of his like hat. You know, like having this oh, totally. deep scene out of like nowhere. Um, but I don't remember it being that bad as a teenager. On that note, what I will say too is not only do I not remember it being that bad and like painful to watch, but I also, I didn't get his character arc, like his journey (laughs) in this, like his revelation of like, don't let it drop. Everybody's Mm -hmm. counting on you. You can't mess up. Don't fuck it up. Kind of a thing. I definitely didn't give any weight to his character as a a 13 year old. Like I was very like, it's all about Lainey. She's all that. We all know Yeah, it. for sure. And so, like, <laughs> as an adult watching it, I was like, oh, wow, they really divulge more of his character than I recall. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely did not care. <laughs> 13 year Pauline didn't care about him. That's so funny because that scene, which is uh, such a secondhand embarrassment scene for me and as a teenager was so painful. And it was actually more painful, not the the art that he's watching the performance mm. art is mm-hmm. awful it's so oh, awful. Yeah. as a teen i was just yeah. like this is horrifying this is horrifying this is horrifying this is horrifying and then when he gets pulled up on stage that initial moment where he everyone's just staring at him i was like oh my god just die i die we're all gonna die <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, like i just kill me now this will just solve everyone's <laughs> problems but i was genuinely impressed with the fact that by the end i actually found i got that i got that it was about him and I got that it was like his pressure and stress and so it made the scene bearable because I knew where it was going and like just make Mm -hmm. it through and by the end he's going to pull this out and it's going to be great but we just have to get there got it see I 14 year old Lisa was much more profound than 13 year old Pauline was I didn't Sheila did you get it of course I didn't Okay, sweet. <laughs> Makes me feel so much better. Sometimes when I talk to Lisa in this podcast, I'm like, am I the only idiot? So I think really Lisa nice. I think Lisa is the odd one. I think it's she's so more advanced true. as a 14 year old than a regular 14 year old. Okay. So accurate. I feel so better accurate. about that. Okay, yeah. thank you, Sheila. Okay. I like to call us like a dumb and Lisa is a smart. <laughs> I don't know these things because I'm not. I'll dog. take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. This is great. Right. Um, all right, yeah. Sheila. All right. So, hacky sack. What else? What else happened while you were watching? Um. So I think it's funny because they do talk. They they talk about Zach's arc in the thing, right? He does. He hasn't picked mm. a school. He like doesn't. Oh god. Yes. Then it kind of ends. You know, he doesn't yeah. pick a school in the end. It's his sort of his arc ends like right in the middle, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's funny yeah. how his dad is so upset that he hasn't chosen a school yet. And then he just kind of walks away, and that's kind of the end of that conversation. Like totally. he doesn't. It's it's just a bizarre, and I don't obviously remember any of that because I wasn't even close to picking university mm. or whatever. But it was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that's done. Like he's graduating but, high school, and there's no there's no decision yeah. made of, at all. There's totally. no decision there's no made and resolvement. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when he's dancing with Rachel Lee Cook, and he says that she helped him figure out a different path you're kind of like did she because yeah. you didn't find out where your path went to yeah for sure i mean he it's almost like he alludes to a scene that got cut or something I mean, because yeah. that makes he, sense because he doesn't it never shows him either talking to his dad again or choosing you know going i'm going to this university or i'm he jokingly yeah. says he's going to study art but it's clear that's not what he's yeah, actually going to sure. be studying be <laughs> yeah. well and that's what's so funny about that too to that point is that it's like he he his character arc is oh 
Dartmouth, 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 Dartmouth. And they never show the conversation where he has to tell his dad he's not going to Dartmouth or mm-hmm. like he decides he is going to Dartmouth, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But like, no. you're right. Like, but I also think the reason that scene, if it does exist, got cut is because their target audience was me and Sheila. And <laughs> totally. neither of us gave a shit at the time <laughs> yeah. about Zach's story arc. No, it was all about Lady. Possibly, yeah. Lady's story arc. I don't, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me to care about Zach's story arc when I (laughs) watched this as a 13 year old. It didn't. His only, the only thing you cared about was that he was involved in Laney's and therefore you're like, all right, because of Zach, she gets that cool dress and she gets the haircut and like Mm -hmm. his sister helps out and then everyone realizes she's awesome. And then, you know, they're together at the end. Okay, cool. Zach serves a function. That's right. And I feel (laughs) he serves a purpose to help Laney. And that is the target demographic for 1999. Film oh. based for teens, so yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's that for teen girls, yeah, 100%. yes, teen girls, yeah. It's not like this was flocking the men. Sheila, <laughs> did Travis watch this with you? Uh, no, but he has seen it like in like the m- more recent past, ah, so mm-hmm. he remembers things and he kind of came upstairs while I was watching. He's like, Oh, yeah, this scene, but I mean. It doesn't really interest him. That's fair. <laughs> he's I not mean, on the podcast, so he's not like, oh, let's watch this. But he knew. Let's he watch this and take notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, at one point, he was upstairs, and I was pausing it, and he's like, why do you keep pausing it? So I was like, I have to write notes. I have to write notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a good guest. I have to have all my information. <laughs> Thank you, Sheila. We appreciate This is why you're back. I got notes, yeah. girls. Time. This is why you're our I second second time guest. Oh man. Uh, okay, Amazing. what else? Any, okay. What, what else? What else? Um, I remember the dance scene at the prom, and I oh yes, because of course, like I think every I think oh, that's just the formula God. of those movies, right? To have a a big uh, dance scene, yes. inexplicably, really, to yeah, have like this. I, so I turned dance. to Cam, and I was like, as if any high school students are all getting together to do this fucking synchronized dance no matter how cool the dj is at the school Mm -hmm. and then doing it at their prom i'm like this is so stupid like Mm -hmm. so god the 90s were so but i thought it was so cool as a team when they break it out and like the fact that it's um the funk so brother you're just like oh yeah yeah. great song (laughs) but i i didn't mention in the trivia so but the reason they have that they have that scene because it is like a formula every prom has to have Mm. this cool scene and i think they were kind of like well why there's no way teenagers would just be sporadically dancing dancing in In synchronization so they there's usher has a line where it's like oh don't forget that dance i taught you and it's like oh as if that's enough totally i love that you couldn't get 500 teenagers to learn one dance. You know what no I mean? No way. Like, no way. And Not unless also, you're paying them. Exactly. I also really like the throw-in line that explains it all, which I <laughs> yeah. totally understand. But it's like, in no... There are scenes with Usher doing fuck all in mm-hmm. the uh, the office. And it's like, hey, how about a scene where Usher is working on the dance with yeah, everybody? Sure. Like, like let's let's show that just in the background while those two guys are beatboxing to how cool oh, Laney is. God. Oh, my God. That, yeah. You know, that boxing yeah. scene was so <laughs> painful. Oh, my God. Oh, my so God. So 90s and so painful. I'm like, why? Are these two talented no. black students beatboxing <laughs> no. for this random white chick they probably <laughs> totally. don't care about? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And now Laney is on his arm and they're ruling the whole damn school. I'm like, no fucking way. Oh, <laughs> oh my, God. my God. I know. That whole scene, I'm like, I forgot about the beatboxing. And then it yeah, just I kept going. And I was like, how long does this last? It's a long one. It yeah. is 
too long. A lot of beats to get in. Too long. <laughs> too but in the background, Usher could have been working on this dance. Yeah, and it was even gonna if, be like uh, as it make just as much sense and just as believable. He'd be like, totally, "Yep, yeah, beatboxing totally, and yeah. dance moves." And rehearsing, yeah. We all care so much about this little synchronized dance we're gonna do at the prom. Oh my God. Well, I remember he's like shouting stuff out. He's like, "All right, ladies, now shake, shake it. it!" Like you're just like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I remember when we were in high school. I think it might have been grade twelve. And the drama room was downstairs and they were doing like a, there was another group because there was like that foyer outside of the drama room. Yeah, yeah. And there was this group of guys who I think were practicing for a talent show and okay. they played Hey Ya, or not Hey Ya, what was the, what's the Yasha song that goes do, 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 do. Oh, you know I know is? exactly which one you're talking about, but I can't remember the name. I do I too. And I don't know the name of it, but, but they but, played that yeah. song. For weeks on end, oh, practicing God. for the talent show. So oh, I can't imagine. It was like three guys. So I can't imagine how long it would take to uh, get all those teenagers. Like, I think they should have just thrown away that whole scene. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Right? It would have taken all four years of their high school yeah, to get, get all those teenagers to see. Maybe they did, anyway. Sheila. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they did. Do a group project in high school with four people, let alone 400? Come on. We all know no one's. We all know it's changed. Yeah, there's no collective goal in high school when it comes to the prom. That's not a thing. No one's like, oh, we all need to make our prom in four years the best prom ever. Let's all start training now. Yeah, basically that would be like dance five people who would act. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So you leave me alone. And we'll meet you there. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Oh. We other... talked about that prom for a long time. Well, <laughs> That's did. because hey, that is... scene is so iconic and weird. This is how podcast goes, Sheila. Sometimes you don't know which tangent it's gonna be. <laughs> we'll see which thing we need to edit. You know, I feel like this is gonna be a longer episode. Like in my head, I'm like, we're already it's gonna be long. It's gonna be, it's gonna be long. It's gonna be a long oh. episode. We'll accept okay, it. Okay, what what else? What else? What did what did um can I ask what like 13 year old Sheila like was there a moment that you loved that you were like yes this I mean, teen girl moment of right course here. when she's coming down the stairs obviously mm, obviously like obviously. look at the material it was she was so pretty she had that very 90s haircut and she was yes. like and I was like a chubby 12 13 year old and she was so skinny and I was like oh my god yeah that's <laughs> that's who I want to be in high school <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and the song playing uh, in the background oh, yeah. the kiss me like everything about mm. it you're like this it's oh, who I will be when I'm the, a teenager. At the end when they're dancing by the pool mm-hmm. and like the dad turns the lights on and stuff like that. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. The totally. like, cream of the crop. Oh, oh. so much so. So much <laughs> Such so. a great ending. For yeah. For oh. sure. in, in my opinion, the movie actually should have ended there. The whole, yes, the so whole scene where he's naked at grad, I was just like... This is stupid, but the yeah. whole movie's stupid. So yeah. I the whole movie is like, but yeah, can't. just when she's like, "What was the? What happens when you lost the bet?" And he's like, "You'll see." And you're like, "Do we have to? And do yeah. I want it? Like, can we end it? Can it just yeah. end now?" How great is this actually going to? Again, be? we all don't care about Zach's character arc. We just yeah. can end it. They're dancing. That's all I needed to see. I can leave now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh but god, yeah. 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 What about okay. you guys? What was your 12, 13, 14? Pauline, what'd you love? What'd you love? Oh, God. Okay. So I don't know <laughs> if it's necessarily what I love. Watching it now, uh, rewatching it, it's like, okay. So for those who may not know, Pauline is quite cynical. <laughs> There's a, a cynicism that's taken over adulthood for Pauline. Uh, no. A critical eye, maybe. Uh, some would like to, a discerning eye, I'd like to say. <laughs> but like, 
seeing Freddie Prince Jr.'s character roll up to the high school oh and park God. in his class president <laughs> parking <laughs> stall. Oh my God. And his license plate says Mr. Prez. <laughs> oh like, my God. Fuck yes. right so off. Like, just. So oh lame. my God. He is the person, he is the Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite who yes. lived his glory days in high school, and mm-hmm. that's it. And so. Just, I had a hard time watching, like, don't get me wrong, Inner Pauline fucking loved watching this again, but (laughs) I genuinely was like, I couldn't pull away from every stupid 90s thing that I knew would be there, that I knew would be, that like, that like 13 year old Pauline loved, like, I was Mm -hmm. like, yes, give me more of it, and adult Pauline was like, oh, fuck off, oh my god, so like, that's the thing, it's like, no high school has a parking spot for the class president. Oh, yeah. Our it's high school didn't thing. even have student parking. Like, no, yeah, no, that was not a couldn't, thing. Like, we're downtown. That is primo parking mm-hmm. space. That's for teachers only. You so, take like, the that transit, guys. You take yeah. transit. <laughs> totally. Like, it is buses and everyone. No way. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that was the thing. One, actually, one confusing thing for me, I didn't really understand what the real world was like we didn't have <laughs> no, mtv yeah. no we so didn't watch I, it it didn't and it was it just what didn't land like i knew it was a show i think but like i didn't get do you know what i mean like i didn't yeah, get who sure. he was i didn't get what his role was i didn't understand the significance of spring break like i was 13 i did not yeah well the and nuances again, of that were that's lost. all american too so yeah, like, like we have three canadian music. high schoolers yeah. so mm-hmm. So for us, like, I, again, I knew of the real world because it was referenced in other American media and yeah. knew it existed and knew it was like a popular show. Spring Break, again, I only knew from American media. Like, okay, that's the thing you mm-hmm. do and you yes. party. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you travel totally. to Florida. Yes. Everyone it. goes to yeah. Florida. And they're like, <laughs> okay. parties, I guess. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone wear a bikini. Big- cameras yeah. and everyone's beautiful all the yeah. time yeah okay got it yeah, yeah no yeah. exactly and so real world sense. like that so matthew lillard's character like i i was i got it but i was kind of i didn't get it fully like i just kind of accepted it you know what i mean yeah, like, for I was sure. like yeah. he's he's living this weird life and there's a tv show involved and that's that is what it is but pan back enough. to yeah. rachel lee cook and i'm i'm fine mm-hmm. so so that just kind of confused 13 year old pauline a little bit mm-hmm. um I loved, you know, what's funny. Okay. So the scene where she's wearing the red dress, they go to the party. It's awesome, whatever. Um, and then that uh, Misty chick passes out in the bathroom. So mm-hmm. Misty, for anyone who doesn't, let me give some backstory here. So Rachel Lee Cook is all done up. She's now going to this party very reluctantly that uh, Zach, played by Freddie Prince Jr., who is like taking her to, he's making her popular, he's bringing her to this thing that she doesn't want to go to, but she's going and she's reluctantly there. And it's, it's great. And she shows up, she has to go to the bathroom and she goes into one and there's this chick who's just vomiting in the toilet. Her name is Misty. And we've seen her earlier and she knows Rachel Lee Cook's character. She's in her art class. She's actually told her, along with one of her friends, that they think she should kill herself because then her art will be better appreciated posthumously. So that's happened. We know who she is. And in this scene, Misty says some shitty shit to Rachel Lee Cook's character. She's like, how does it feel? I'm this rich girl. I can get into any art school I want. And here you are cleaning up my puke. And then she proceeds to pass out. And when she passes out, she spills her makeup kit. And Rachel Lee Cook has now taken the opportunity to take her makeup and draw a clown face on Misty. And my question, so as an adult, 
watching this now, I'm like, did she have fucking pastels in her yeah. fucking makeup kit? <laughs> How do we have the makeup that's required to create clown face makeup? Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, that is awesome. You oh, go, yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Draw a clown on her face. Ha ha, Misty. Mm-hmm. That was really... And as an adult, I was like, this is so stupid. Why does anyone <laughs> so carry stupid. that makeup with them <laughs> at any point in time? Mm-hmm. Um, also, all of the fucking uh, sex talk in the men's locker room. Oh, my God. Like, I have oh that no No one That'll... is having sex in high school like this. There's like no... this. There is no And I'm sure way... it'll come up in the offensive comments yeah. Yeah. for but sure. S- yeah, there, but like... still. Everyone was like, yeah, all the pussy I'm getting. Sorry, everyone. We maybe need to do a little like precursor <laughs> on this episode. But it's like no guy in high yeah. school was getting There's no. No, but at the no. same time, they all claim it, though. Oh, like that's God. kind of like yeah. that, even that then talking. it's so like I was wondering, it's like, over I just, the top. Yeah. Am I out of touch? Like, is there's so much casual sex talks, sex talk for teens? And I thought, like, was I that lame in high school? Like, I can't no. imagine casual like just all over the place like we'll we'll talk about it later well either that or we like were lame with everyone else we were the drama kids maybe we were all lame and maybe everyone else did talk about no way they weren't that old i don't know it seemed so like blase for them and i thought oh my god i know and even just talking about like so like paul walker is giving freddie prince jr a hard time and he's like you know you haven't gotten any in a while and that can really mess with your concentration i'm like how regularly yeah are these young young adults having sex like in my head i'm like there is there's no way as an adult now looking back on it it's like it really i think gives a false impression to teens about absolutely how much sex people are actually having in high school Mm -hmm. everyone's talking about how much sex they're having no one is having this much sex there's just not a thing yeah and like oh it's so weird (laughs) so it's so so weird it's weird to hear young people talking about sex maybe i'm like stop it don't you yeah. don't don't do that yeah, <laughs> you don't want sure. okay but let us have a caveat of for any of our young young listeners listening have whatever sex you guys want to yeah yeah, as safe yeah as possible we're totally sex positive it just is it was just bizarre to listen to because our high school experience was not this but, it, yeah, but also absolutely. and also very um i guess casual in the sex and not to say that like don't fucking have all the casual sex you want but it's more that it's like the guys are like talking as if they're just getting ass every weekend all the time nonstop, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. it's like that just isn't that's not the reality of yeah for sure people and and if you want to have casual sex by all means but don't have casual sex with the asshole who's then in the locker room afterwards talking about all the sex that he just had. That is not the sex to be having. Have sex with someone who's like a good fucking shit. Anyway, that's a side <laughs> But then also, like, Paul Walker has that, like, casual comment about how he had sex with the flight attendant on the plane. And yes, it's like, I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I wrote so that down in the like, offensive comment because he also referred to it as jammed a 30-year-old yeah. flight attendant. Oh, my God. Oh. And it's like, it's like oh. pedophilia, A. Eh? Like, it's that's what I charge for that. And it's and so like, bizarre. she should be arrested. Yeah, like, yeah, that's totally. not a throwaway comment, Paul Walker. And like, that's a big deal. Also, no 30-year-old woman is getting Absolutely wooed by not. that asshole. There's yeah. no... I'd be like, dude, you are trying too hard. We <laughs> yeah. all know you are faking it, my friend. And <laughs> yes. so it's just this really weird, like... Um, peacocking almost and mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie you're just like 
Okay. It's just constant. Are, it's constant. Yeah. It's and especially constant. with Paul Walker's character. Paul like, Walker's under character the is offensive. the main one. He's yeah. the worst. Under yeah. the offensive yeah. column, I just wrote Paul Walker. Like, I did just, too. Everything just, Paul Walker says. Just in general, <laughs> Paul much. Walker is offensive. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, okay, his character so, is just written in the most way. With yeah. that being said, Lisa, what did, what did teen Lisa think of this <laughs> movie? Teen what, Lisa, not adult Lisa. Teen Lisa, Lisa was so funny because teen Lisa thought, A, Lainey was super deep. Uh, yeah, oh, Lenny's yeah. art was amazing, and yes. I remember thinking uh, Paul Walker was a jerk, um, and was just so happy when she at the very end. Um, there's this big dramatic scene where Paul Walker is the one; his character has taken uh, Rachel Lee Cooks to the dance because of some bullshit that has happened between <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. and her. Yeah. And um, and so she goes with him because he's acting. He's he's done this very smooth. Uh, kind act around her and she's starting to fall for it and he basically ends up taking her to a hotel room and with the intent of sleeping with her no matter what that she's going to put out no matter what and Freddie Prince Jr. finds out and he's panicking and he's driving and phoning every hotel in Cali- in like the city which I just feel is going to be hundreds and hundreds of well hotels. in LA that that's not, a lot it's LA that's you're not finding lot. the hotels act just accept this and yeah. think of a different plan but it's a very valiant effort it is mm-hmm. as he's frantically dialing every hotel possible um and and then it's revealed that she's like oh i'm okay because he tried something and she's like well you know rape is still a sexual assault and rape is still a big deal so she always carries this and she has like this noise maker that air horn. Makes an air horn that basically makes the sound of a foghorn and she held it up to paul walker's ear apparently you don't get to see it which i thought always thought was a shame something it would have been a great scene to see in person great scene mm-hmm. but she basically apparently like blew it in his ear and hopes he doesn't have permanent hearing loss and i remember as a kid being like damn straight <laughs> god lady totally you don't need freddie prince jr to rescue you you're smart and know what you're doing um it's true so I remember loving her for that. I remember loving her comment. Um, and we mentioned it in the trivia. So, and I'm sure it's in the quotes, but at the volleyball scene where like yeah. the, the mean girl sort of speaks for her and says like, Oh, I seen you in gym class. You run like a girl. And she's like, I am a girl. And I was like, thank you, Lainey for mm-hmm. saying that. <laughs> because I always hated the comments of girls can't play sports and girls run like girls. And it's like, well, of course, you know, what's funny about that. Girls. I have a very distinct memory. We're just going to pause here for a second. We're going <laughs> to keep this in the episode, but we were in the drama room. We were playing a game because we always play games in the drama room. And I threw a ball to someone and Brad said, you throw like a girl. And he was kind of making fun of me. And McCarthy was like, you know, she is a girl, right? <laughs> I was like, thank you. Like, it's just like, and I was like, I've never forgot it. And I'm always like, fuck you. I'll throw however I fucking feel like. And he's like, yeah. it's just inefficient. And I'm like, you're... <laughs> inefficient throw and it was that's fair but it's so like that doesn't stupid. equate yes but of course brad would say that we all know yeah, who brad is and the three of yeah. us do but it just it was those comments are such shitty casual sexist comments that, that you heard all the time you they hear all the time, all the time that actually stick with you like that mm-hmm. you remember you're like oh i throw weird and it's like mm-hmm. i don't give a shit because i'm not throwing anything anymore mm-hmm. and it doesn't but it's genuinely like those little things where it's like when Lainey says that, I'm like, yes, Lainey, fucking mm-hmm. run however the fuck you want to run and mm-hmm. don't give a shit, Lainey, you badass bitch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Feminist yes, icon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lainey, Lainey, the feminist icon. There we go. From well, I, think I, I appreciated that about her character yeah. in general. Um, yes. And then just 
it's funny. It was hard to disassociate my adult self from watching it. It was hard mm-hmm. to just remember 13-year-old Lisa. Because everything you guys said, I loved. I loved the party scene. I loved her getting her revenge on Missy. Totally. I loved the mm-hmm. dress. I loved the finale. I loved the dance routine. That was ridiculous. <gasps> also, yeah. who else loved the cafeteria scene where Freddie Prince Jr. stands up for her younger brother? And you're all like, oh my gosh, he must really like her um, a lot. And he really likes Karen Culkin. And... Actually, that one made me so uncomfortable. It didn't oh. matter that he saved that he saved. I just wanted that scene gone even oh. as a 13 year old as, as a 14 year old no. I was like this shouldn't be in here and I'm hating every minute of it I and love, I just want this scene like, to end well no it's uncomfortable don't get me wrong but I genuinely was like oh he must really like her a lot what's, mm-hmm. what's so funny about that scene and I remember it to this day Pauline is I can't take that scene seriously because I remember we were watching it and JM came in the room and she was watching the scene with us and she watched Freddie Prince Jr. stand up right and the bullies immediately listened. And she's like, this makes no sense. Yeah. These bullies would not listen to Freddie Prince Jr. Who would listen to Freddie Prince Jr.? She's mm. like, why would they back down? And she immediately cut it to pieces and explained how utterly ridiculous the scene was. And you were so upset. And Sounds you basically right. just told her to go away. And she did, kind of laughing, because it's JM. And ever since, as a result, that scene, I'm like, I can't watch it with any kind of, <laughs> wow, good job, Freddie Prince Jr. My reaction is always, JM's right, no one would ever listen to him. <laughs> and you know why JM had that? Because JM was the bully who wouldn't <laughs> listen to the popular kid in school who would be like, fuck you, we're going to do whatever we want to do anyway. Whereas I was never that person. So that wouldn't even enter my head. I'd be like, oh, obviously everyone listens to Pretty Boots Jr. JM, shut up. Leave the room. Get out of here. This isn't your school. You don't You're... know these people. <laughs> uh, you don't watching know it as an that. adult, it popped in my head and I was like, no, JM's right. No one would of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, no. But yeah, but that's the memory that always pops up is you being like, Jam, go away. <laughs> that's really funny. I blocked that out entirely. <laughs> I have no record. That's not surprising at all, though. I was um, just like, well, we don't have to listen to anything Jam just said. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, pretty much all the scenes you guys described. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Those were the memorable ones. Okay, so I feel like this next one's going to be um, longer. No. Um, then, then the other then the other episodes are normally mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about what's offensive in this movie so Ooh. what didn't age well what uh what doesn't land what shouldn't have been in there in the first place probably mm-hmm. but let's talk let's talk so we already mentioned uh paul walker uh is awful banging in every way shape or forth <laughs> yeah he's terrible but he's talking about having sex with a bunch of ladies he's talking about 30-year-old flight attendant having sex with him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Other than the obvious Paul Walker lines, what other things in this film were um, offensive or didn't age well? Uh, Sheila, do you want to start us off on this one? I mean, like the whole premise of the story right the whole like hey let's take this person this woman who's perfectly fine and make her better quote unquote <laughs> like it's but that's like if you don't have that you don't have the story right like there's no totally so in like even from pygmalion to my fair lady to this like it's kind of like okay that you need to have the story so yeah it sucks but i don't know maybe it's important like i don't <laughs> know it's, it's hard to get around that because like yeah it's a stupid idea it shouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen now, I don't think. 
Well, and especially um, with the arrogance that Freddie Prince Jr. says it, because oh, that's yeah. the other thing. For someone who's supposed to be like the lead guy we love, his uh-huh. line that there are 2,000 girls in this school and I could bump monkey- monkeys with Ew, every yeah. one of them. I know. I wrote that and, down too. It's and disgusting. And I was like, oh, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And then he just talks about how he can make a girl because he's so popular. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is date her and that'll be enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like that... That as well. That sexist, I'm amazing, and male well, arrogance. And this they team. even they say, "Let's go shopping." And then yeah, I have that go, too. And the like, objectification oh is yeah. awful. It's terrible. It's I so have like bad. The entire whole, "Let's go shopping" scene. Yeah, like yes, that's yeah. the whole like scene now, is awful. To your point, Sheila, it's like so. The premise of how this whole thing starts right off the bat is like not great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrible. But it's just concept. made worse. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then they just, how they talk and how they reference women and, uh, you know, talking about, you know, this one's got a Chelsea Clinton thing going and just kind of like yeah. mocking and, and everything and from, like, about them. And like yeah. making fun of them, like from the side, oh, like yeah. just such dicks. Like they're just these three popular assholes just walking well, around being dicks. And even how they talk about Zach's ex, Taylor, like all the things they say about her and like the fact that if you take away her like attitude she's just a C plus average in a wonder bra. Like mm-hmm. and it's you're like, did you actually like your girlfriend? Did you actually enjoy Like, are you heartbroken? You're not heartbroken. You're just, mm-hmm. your ego is wrecked. It has nothing totally. to do with the fact that your girlfriend's broken up with you and you're upset because you cared about her. It's your girlfriend's broken up with you and you're upset because now it makes you look like you yeah. can't keep a girl. Like, it's really weird. Like, his reaction is not of a caring boyfriend. It's of a hurt, a butthurt, like, yeah, exactly. male misogynist. And then it's hard because totally. you're supposed to like him by the end. Right? Yes. Lady is supposed to quote-unquote change him. But you don't really see that. No. Uh, you don't see that happening throughout the movie, right? There's not enough interaction. So he says at one point, like, you're my best friend. And you're like, how? Like, you guys have spent, like, <laughs> oh, my when God, did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Totally. So there's he, not enough, like... I, 100%. Uh, when he says, you're my best friend, I was like, wait, when? When did that and happen? I'm sorry. I'm pretty confident that her best friend, we already know, and it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. just, there's not it's, enough, like, growth for him to go no. from, like, that asshole guy to the hero. Not at all. Well, and, and, and she never... Chemistry. No. Mm-hmm. And she never puts him in his place in that mm-hmm. sense. Like, you never see a moment where he's a dick. And she, this feminist, badass chick, is like, hey like you're a dick like she says like am i a bet am i a bet and then runs away but they never actually they don't resolve it he doesn't no. he yeah doesn't, she never has to be like listen that was you, a dick move yeah, yeah. like you well, were an ass like that that conversation that needs to happen where he needs to like reflect mm-hmm. on his own actions it actually doesn't, doesn't happen. happen yeah well and even at the end when he's talking he never once says i'm sorry i paid attention right. his entire speech when they're dancing when he says that you know like you're my best friend whatever he never once apologizes for the bet mm-hmm. he just says it was a stupid bet and it was before i knew you the words i'm sorry don't leave his mouth yeah that's really it's gross. fascinating gross. And awful. it is gross it's so yes. gross it's so gross well and like Oh my god, like his sister when she calls her who's the rebound skank. Like I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, Anna Paquin, I thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Anna but I think Anna Paquin's comment, and I this is how I always read that. She's making fun of him. Like she's like, I she's using the word skank, but she's I I got I read that line as like her being like, Oh, 
you are going to find some chick yeah, to exactly. rebound with because who's you're, probably going to look the exact same as yeah because you're the the asshole dude who's going to do it so i she does say skank and that's obviously bad but i definitely was like i thought that that with that line she's making fun of him and his way of living if that I'm makes still sense. not 100 percent comfortable with it but i take your point yeah yes oh yeah. it's definitely not a good line <laughs> but i i in my benefit of the doubt for her i was like she's making fun of him that was my in my head but yeah it's not great the the other um, freddie prince jr behavior which just annoyed the hell out of me for so much the film is laney tells him no repeatedly he asks her to do stuff. He follows her around. He keeps mm, getting into mm-hmm. her. Like, it's a stalker behavior. He shows up at her house when she's made it very clear she wants nothing to do with him. And he basically blackmails her to go to the beach by threatening to hang out with her family, who, I'm also sorry, her dad should have been like, you clearly are uncomfortable around this boy. <laughs> like, right. I'll just send mm-hmm. to, I'll tell him to leave. And instead, it's either you go to the beach with me or I'm going to hang around and talk to you about pool stuff. And I'm going to play video games with your brother and I'm basically going to be in your house where you live and feel safe and make you uncomfortable. And like, right. that's his behavior for so much of the film is him mm-hmm. just showing up and tossing his weight around and ignoring her every time she says no. And that's so true. shitty. Yeah, it's so that is shitty. true. That's Super very perfect. true. There's also a line uh, shifting off of Freddie Prince. He's mm. had some heat for a bit. We're going to move the heat over to Matthew Lillard's character. Oh my God. There's a lot of problems with his character in a lot oh of ways God. anyway. But one of the things that he says um, that I was like, oh, God, the 90s was yep. when, uh, when Zach is having a nightmare that he's in an episode of The Real World oh and mm-hmm. he's the one who's being played by everybody. And they're talking about your eyes are really beautiful. And that's the thing that he had said to Lainey and Matthew Lillard's character, who's just, he's a terrible human being anyway, but he's mm. like, you know, not to get all mo on you, but your yeah. eyes really are beautiful. And I'm like, God, so what stupid. God, terrible, the 90s. even that dream sequence alone. It's like, we could have cut this. Like, absolutely. There yeah. was no reason for it to be in. Like, we there don't no need reason. this. And it was like, it's short, it's stupid. And then the, that line is like, God, do we need uh, to bring homophobia into every 90s movie? Like, can we? Apparently, so. Oh my God. Apparently, it needs to be, especially teen ones. Teen uh, ones are big for it, right? Because mm-hmm. that was like the fear. And you're just like, what the hell is wrong? Oh my God. Totally. Oh. Like, that's the worst thing someone could be is gay. Oh. And it's like, God, oh my God. God. It's worse to be an asshole, but we'll <laughs> yeah. deal with that in 20 years. <laughs> um, okay, what else? What oh. other offensive? We got this on a roll, ladies. We got more going. What else is there? There's a lot. I got a lot going on here. I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. calls Lainey's little brother a spaz, which is, like, not nice. No. That is not nice. Um, no. But then at least she stands up for him. Like, that's something. She says, well, she doesn't stand up for it. She says his name is Simon. And then that's where the conversation ends. But I mean, there's just a lot of, like, like you said with the Mo comment, like, there's just a lot of name calling that I feel like is just not it happens necessary. happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's Throughout just, the whole It's movie. exhausting. Yeah. It's really strange. Well, and I don't know, like, Paul Walker talks like he's a black kid trying to be hip. Like, there's some phrases <sighs> he tosses around that you're just like, Oh my god! And again, a '90s thing. Yeah, I think right? that was a He's '90s like, thing. Very much, and like there is, they they do have. 
I don't want to say it, but it's kind of like the say token it. black friend. Yeah, totally. And, which is very 90s. It's Preston. the trio of them. You have mm-hmm. Preston, you have Paul Walker, and you have Freddie Prince Jr. And Preston's mm-hmm. character is, is clearly there to sort of help offset some of Paul Walker's comments. Because when he does get a bit bad, um, Preston's in like, on behalf of every black dude, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. But even then, he doesn't really call him out too often. And he's... He's really, it's just, yeah, everything about that is problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a problematic situation at the best mm-hmm. of times. But yeah, every time Paul Walker said something that I was like, oh, God. Like, Stop dude, it. you're white. Stop it. If you're not Stop. being sexist and awful, then you're just being some cultural appropriation douche. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah, like his whole character in this movie is it's just, just shitty. Just I truly, like, I just so stopped awful. writing the things he said. I just wrote I did. everything I that Paul too. Walker says. <laughs> <laughs> but at least so he's true. portrayed as the bad guy, right? Like he's it's the true. bad guy. He's not. He's not the one you're supposed to like, like. or mm-hmm. think is great. Like throughout the whole thing, he's constantly the asshole. Like mm-hmm. that's just the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's true. I mean, like that is the thing. It's not. It sucks that it's this. It's this trope from the '90s. I think where they're like, okay, we need to have a bad guy, so mm-hmm. let's make this bad guy like sexist and homophobic and really shitty and like. It's like you can be a bad guy without, like, do you know what I mean? Like, a totally. bad guy isn't just someone who's all those things. A bad guy is someone who's like dishonest. Let's just work with that. He already yeah, for is sure. dishonest, or like so selfish like, that they doesn't consider other people. Like, yeah, there's there's lots like, of manipulative, like yeah, anything. You could use so could, many other. We could come up with a lot of really shitty qualities of, that yeah, someone has, and exactly. it's like they don't require sexism or um racism or homophobic Mm -hmm. behavior Mm -hmm. in order Mm -hmm. to be a shitty human and that's the only thing that i find so frustrating about the the these 90s movies is it's like your shitty person is like so blatantly shitty that of Mm -hmm. course no one likes them and it's like guys it's almost like it's -hmm. almost like because he's so over the top that way when freddie prince jr is a bit shitty you're like, oh, but he's not Paul Walker. Yeah, totally. right. You're like, oh, thank God. He's clearly the better of the two. <laughs> yeah. She should date him. Like, yeah. it's almost like that way they can have the main character be a bit of a jerk. And that's okay. It's almost mm-hmm. more charming in a way. And that's worse, too. It's mm-hmm. not a good way because, of handling things. Well, and it's worse because you accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good behavior. What a when good lesson totally. to teach teenage girls. To- and it is, but it's true. It's like, yeah. no, this guy doesn't treat me like a bag of shit. He must mm-hmm. really like me. And it's like, no, <laughs> aim higher, aim <laughs> higher, please, totally. please aim higher, please. And try that's what I meant else. when I said, don't just have sex with the loser Paul Walker mm-hmm. character because they want please, to have sex with you. God, yeah. don't do it. Do it because mm-hmm. you want to do it, not, mm-hmm. not for him. Even if you just no. want to put clown makeup on him later, like oh, right? <laughs> Everyone carries that around. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like we. we I think yeah, there's. Own. I mean, it, I it's mean, I'm sure there's a the couple yeah. little things we've missed, guys. That you could tell us, but we've covered a good chunk, and I think yeah. that's enough. <laughs> there are issues throughout, littered throughout the whole movie. Yeah, littered, yeah. peppered, if you will, <laughs> seasoned with it. Yeah. Um, okay. So does this movie pass the Bechtel test? So for anyone listening who doesn't know what it is, let me explain what it is. And then I'm going to get Sheila to tell us and Lisa, and it'll be a discussion. Um, <laughs> Just one test. person. Who three, three. No, see, that's the thing. Mm. Discussion between two women about something other than yeah. a man. Hey, hey, Aha. Hey. 
and they're named <laughs> characters. So <laughs> Sheila, Lisa, discuss. Go on. We passed. We, we do it. pass. Woo. We, we passed pass. with the yeah. art scene at the very beginning, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. As soon as that happened, Actually, you're like, true. oh. Just yeah. the one scene. I think was enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because Lainey's painting and her teacher, who is named, it comes back later in the film, but I can't remember her name. But basically, she comments on her art, and they have a discussion about it. And then Misty and her friend come up. And I mean, it's not a great discussion. No. Because <laughs> yeah. they end up telling her she should kill herself. Mm-hmm. But it has absolutely nothing to do with men. So mm-hmm. that's cool. true. <laughs> and I guess at the end, too, I just thought about it, when the teacher comes up to yes. Lainey at the prom, which, I mean, is a weird spot to tell someone that they got to go to the school but besides that there is that conversation saying she got to go to art school so that's true there's that also true. Yep. and then there's that's also the the volleyball conversation you throw right. like a girl again yep. a shitty oh, conversation right. yep. but, but a conversation this one actually um for all that we've said it's super offensive it passes the Bechdel test with flying colors which is so sad that there's three right. scenes so and it's like this sad. is better than any movie we've ever done <laughs> then the majority of films we've watched oh this one does pretty well yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, even uh I would argue even when Taylor uh the popular chick who oh, was yeah. Zach's mm-hmm. girlfriend when she dumps the drink down Lainey's dress that yep. whole conversation it's like isn't your dad my pool man I really wouldn't know and then she's like you should be more careful with silk and the and the that's a whole that whole conversation is that whole posturing and And there's also the conversation between taylor and her two friends about the prom and how she's going to be prom queen and stuff like that that's true too and her acceptance again a whole lot of host a whole host of (laughs) shitty conversations but then i changed my mind this is a great movie then obviously it's awesome it's not dated okay so transitioning into that segue Mm. uh does this movie hold up? Uh, would you recommend it? If so, who would you recommend it to? And what do you give it out of 10? So, who wants to start? Anyone? <laughs> Lisa? Lisa? Uh, I, put, I put Sheila on the spot from the whole episode. Lisa, why don't right. you start us off here? I'll start us off. Um, even with all my nostalgia this movie doesn't hold up I loved parts of it I loved re-watching her coming down the stairs I loved hearing some of the conversations I remember but overall oh Freddie Prince Jr.'s awful Paul Walker's awful Matthew Lillard's awful like there's mm-hmm. it's just a movie full of terrible people like the the scene where like she's she ends up going with Paul Walker to the dance and Zach is all like upset but he doesn't do really do anything he still goes with taylor he still lets her dance on him he gives like this like puppy dog look to laney when he sees her with paul and she's staring at him but he's not like removing taylor's arms Mm -hmm. around his he's not going to explain there's no conversation it's super weird the conversations that do happen are weird the conversations that should happen don't happen like it's just written poorly there's a couple of great lines from laney but other than that there's not a whole lot that's redeemable about this movie, unfortunately. It's very 90s. It's very mm-hmm. teen-centric. It's exactly what you would expect from a 90s teen film. So, I mean, if that's what you want to watch, watch it. You're going to get it. You're, that's exactly what you're going to get. Enjoy the heck out of it. But if you've never seen this movie and you're looking for like a good comedy teen romance flick, not this really is a, this yeah is not, there are others <laughs> there's not going to be this one i would recommend others before it i don't think it's aged well i think there's 
listening to like all the offensive things we recounted, I I can't recommend it really. I really mm-hmm. can't. I can't with any any joy be like, yeah, there's still this to enjoy. I yeah, as much as I enjoyed rewatching it, I can't think of a single person I'd be like, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. and you'll love it i mean if you want to revisit it because you watched it when you were 13 and you just want to see it despite the 90s cheese despite the offensiveness go for it it's yours Which i would say was us i think yeah. all of us knew yeah exactly what, we went in and, and we, we were all it. like yeah and we're all like this is gonna be rough this <laughs> is gonna be a rough and... ride and let's see what happens and if that's what you guys want to do then by all means enjoy the ride enjoy the rough ride it's exactly what you think it's going (laughs) yeah it is it's exactly it there's no surprises um so yeah out of out of 10 oh (laughs) i i would give it um i'm gonna go really low for four out of ten that's higher than i thought oh wow that's that's amazing and that's only because of the nostalgia and because i love kevin pollock Mm -hmm. i love kieran culkin Rachel Lee Cook's still sweet and she still has some good Laney lines and stuff. And that Funk So Brother scene, God, I was laughing so hard and it did bring me joy. <laughs> it was so, great. So four out of ten, but understand that that's coded with nostalgia, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Very okay, Sheila. Sheila, what are your thoughts? Takeaways, I mean, not takeaways, uh, recommendations, et cetera. Yeah, Who like, would you recommend this to? Pretty much what Lisa said. Like, it has maybe three moments that I'm like, yeah, that's really good. Um, <laughs> and then the rest of it is really kind of hard to watch. I thought one scene that was funny was when Taylor and Zach are talking about, like, after the breakup and she's talking about her tattoo and stuff like that. And she walks away and he looks at the school and they're all, like, very clearly listening. And she walks away and they all like go about their business. That's a funny scene. Like that's <laughs> funny and clever. And then a couple Rachel E. Cook quotes. And then that's kind of, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, I won't watch it again. Um, yeah. It's, it's like a solid two for me. Solid nice. two. Okay. Solid two. Wow. And Amazing. I, I feel like there's nothing else I need to add. I mean, I feel like it's, that's pretty much covering it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would never recommend this movie to someone who hadn't seen oh, it God, in their God, teen no. years. Like, don't, God, like, no. poor Cam watching <laughs> this with me. Like, he watched it. It was fine. I got to say, one of the things that that I thought, because mo- I would say most teen movies don't hold up. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. it's a rare day when a teen movie from the 80s or the 90s holds up. Yeah. Um, but one one avenue that I thought did hold up was how her friend Jesse, who's hilarious, by the I way, love I thoroughly Jessie. enjoy him. Yes. What I love about their relationship is there's no weird friend zone sexual oh, yeah. tension. Yeah. Or he's thing. not clearly gay or something like that. Yeah, yeah like, he's, it's they're like, genuinely just a friendship. They yeah. are, and I real I have to say that was actually something I really appreciated. When she asked him, she's like, Jesse, am I kissable? And he's like, So about these chips. Mm-hmm. And then he's <laughs> he says, he's like, I don't know, Lainey. Maybe if I didn't know you my whole life. And I just was like, oh, that's such a genuine, real, mm-hmm. like, I, I have to say that that moment to me, I really appreciated because there's so many bad teen movies where the guy really likes his friend who's mm-hmm. a girl, but Sheila's the popular guy and he's totally. all butthurt. And it's like, fuck those guys. That's not your job. Mm-hmm. And I really genuinely love that he was like, hey, Give this guy a shot. Well, however much of an asshole Zach is in the movie, he's her friend is like supporting her. Yeah, that's true. Behind it, and I have to say, 
that is what gives it a four to me. I Ooh. that's why I'm giving it a four because I'm like, it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my cell right there. It's that's not your cell. Bad. Basically, if you're gonna watch it, just fast forward to her hanging out with mm-hmm. her friend. It'll be, end up being a watch of probably 15 minutes, <laughs> and it'll be a great 15. Maybe, minutes. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, that was the thing for me. But yeah. um, yeah. Other than that, everything about else is awful. And what's funny um, is when you mention that, like we had that friend in high school. Janelle was like. Oh! Our friend no. who there was no like weird mm-hmm. teenage sexual tension, like he wasn't gay, like it was just we were just friends. We had oh, that guy. Totally. Yeah. And Janelle was such a great friend. Like oh, we yeah, did the best. so much stuff with Janelle. He was so much fun. Yeah. So like yeah. those people exist probably totally. more often than friend zone guys. A hundred way more often than friend zone guys. Like and and they're the friendship is like genuine, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. it's as genuine a friendship as any other friendship. Yeah, totally. Have. And so it's like God, that's just a more real relationship than, like, even what you were saying to, um, I don't remember which one of you were saying it, but about, like, oh, Lisa, I think it was you, because you were talking about, Zach, it's like, do you actually miss your girlfriend, or is it your ego? And it's his ego, right? And it's like, I don't know, it's just, that's such a false stereotypical idea of what a high school relationship is, and it's like, what I would actually say is the genuine high school relationship is her and her fucking friend. And like, mm, totally. even like him and Paul Walker and then the rivalry that comes, it's like, Oh, bullshit. That's not, mm-hmm. it's so false. It's so, it's inaccurate. very Hollywood. It's very, yeah. whatever they make yeah. to create antagonistic responses, to have that sort of tension to, to build. It's very disingenuous for what real relationships yeah, are. It makes or, or they're hyperbolized, right? Because again, totally. it's simple, it's straightforward. You can point out the bad guy, you can point out the jerk, you can like, it's big emotions without thought. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. 100%. And so it's, and it's, again, it's a teen rom-com <laughs> where that's generally the, the, the recipe yeah. that they use. But it's, what's disappointing, I guess, about teen movies in general is that it's like, it, it, gives this false sense of what reality is. Like, yeah, like, for sure. It's like, if they did teen movies, and maybe they do now, I don't watch them, but if they did, teen, <laughs> if they had done teen movies that were like realistic expectations of high school, God, what a, what a life we all would have led when <laughs> oh we're like, gosh. hey, no, we're living a normal life and it's okay and we're all doing good and mm-hmm. no one needs to bump monkeys with a 2,000 chicks Ugh. at the school. Like yeah. that's, God, may I never hear nice. that line ever again. And Ugh, like, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> and knowing that like, the guy who says that line is the loser. Like, it's like, that's the loser in the school, guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, God, wouldn't that be nice? Okay, mm-hmm. but we don't run Hollywood yet. Yet. <laughs> we're slowly working our way. We're, we're infiltrating. Yeah. This yeah. is how it starts. Yeah. Right here. Starts with there podcast. we go. Okay, oh, man. so, quotes. Movie quote. I know we have a million, so this is going <laughs> to probably be, we'll have to condense. But Sheila, what's one of the probably thousand quotes that you know from this movie? Well, so what I didn't remember but made me laugh out loud as an adult right? yeah. was um, like right after the beach scene when the when the two girlfriends are talking about the party. Oh yeah, and they're talking about Lainey going to the party, and the one girl says, "If Zach shows up with her, Taylor's gonna shit frisbees." <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid line. So stupid. 
Oh my god! Uh, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, it's like, and where does that turn of phrase come from? <laughs> like, yeah. where did they ever originate that one from? How did you come up with that? How did that actress say that line, knowing? Oh, I get what you're saying here. Like, I'd be <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'd read sense. that line and be like, what? <laughs> Shit, oh frisbees. There's no way. <laughs> Lisa, what's one of yours? One, um, and it's exchange between Lainey and Jesse because I love them. And it's mm. they're talking on the phone, and it's after Zach. They after Lainey's been invited to the party, yes. and she says she has stuff to do, and so she's talking to to Jesse because he wants to know how it went, and he's like, Lainey, sitting around with your father. Where, while he watches Jeopardy in his underwear does not qualify as stuff to do. And then she looks behind her and her dad is in his underwear and he is watching Jeopardy and he's calling out the wrong answers the whole time. And she just turns back and goes, you know me too well. <laughs> That's a good line. And that I wrote that one line down too. made me laugh a lot. Just Even the, in that same, oh. that same scene, Kevin Pollock's delivery, when he's like watching Jeopardy, he oh hasn't God, noticed. So good. He hasn't noticed that the soccer team has started coming in to clean his house. He's not paying any attention. He's just looking at his, like, whatever, like, article or whatever he's writing. And he just, one of the guys gets the answer right. He's like, who is Gutenberg? And then, and then Pollock looks up and he's like, who are you people? (laughs) And his delivery is so good. And I just love it because the guy has had enough of listening to Kevin Pollock (laughs) guess wrong. basically he's been listening to him every single time give an answer and every single time the answer is wrong and so you can tell because just the way he says it who is gutenberg (laughs) so funny and i know like whenever i watch jeopardy and you like i don't get any Mm -hmm. of the answers right because i'm a dumb but you like i say the answers out wrong and like i think of that scene because you know you just say whatever every single scene and then sometimes they'll say who is Gutenberg oh that's funny that's, that's amazing awesome. yeah all right Pauline what's one of yours um okay so I gotta say the line I like from Lainey when she's just finished the weird uh interpretive art uh <laughs> movement piece and Zach's done his weird hacky sack thing and he he asks if she always wears her glasses and then like touches them and your eyes are really beautiful. And she says, your eyes are really beautiful. Boy, you really broke out the big guns on that. Your <laughs> eyes are really beautiful. No, I had an instinct. I went against it. Uh-huh. And then she walks away and he's like, Lainey, I'm not following it. And she's like, you want to know about art? When the class president starts touching my face on darkened street corners, there's a word for it. There's an entire movement in the 20s. It's called surreal. And I just love that line. I remember that line. Like, obviously not word for word like that. But I just remember her being like, this is fucking weird. I'm walking away. And it's like, yes, Lainey, you walk away from that. And I love it. Yeah, it's funny. Okay, Sheila, another one. Um, I like it when Dean asks Lainey to go to the prom and she just sighs and he says, so that's a no. And she says, that's a hell no. <laughs> and I say that, every, like I say that in my, like, in my day to day and I didn't know it was from this movie. So I was like, oh, that's her keeping. That's a hell no. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that you have implemented a quote from this movie not even like subconsciously. Like yeah, totally. uncon- mm-hmm. A subconscious Sheila, 13 mm-hmm. year old is just just in there somewhere and just niggling in the back of your brain Mm -hmm. that's a hell no that's a great line i mean that's something that i should say in my daily life that's a no that's a hell no Mm -hmm. god it's satisfying too have kids and you'll say it 50 times a day (laughs) Uh, that's point. a hell no. I will, <laughs> I'm not doing that. 
Okay, Lisa, what's one of yours? Um, it's actually one of Anna Paquin's lines, and I remember it when um, from when I was a teen, and it was one I loved as a teen, and it's when her makeover. And so she's in the bathroom with her, and she's plucking her eyebrows, and she goes, so do you pluck? <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? She's like, your eyebrows. And she's like, no. And she's like, well, have you ever seen Sesame Street? She's like, yes. She's like, you know, Bert. <laughs> and as great. a teen, I thought that line was hilarious. I it was a great line. Just, just the way that she is. She's concentrating so hard on like on pulling out the hairs of her eyebrows. She's just, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, Bert. and what's funny is like 20 years later, like everybody over plucked their eyebrows. In oh the my 90s. god, yes. yes, and now like the Burt style is in fashion, like it's very, totally. it's the very natural aged. style of no one plucks their eyebrows really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everyone who did pluck their eyebrows is now hardcore regretting it, and everyone yeah. who didn't is like, sweet, I got these yeah. bad boys in the bag, <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, my god. Nice. Amazing. Um, yeah. One of my absolute, I cackled when it happened with one of my absolute favorite lines. So after the party, when Taylor has dropped her drink down Lainey's dress and she's run away and she's back at school the next day and doesn't want to talk about it and has just realized that she's been nominated for prom queen and she has no idea why, but she doesn't know that yet. What's happening is she's walking around and she's like, hey, Jesse, <laughs> does something seem kind of off to you? And there's this chick who walks by who's like, you rock. And Jesse says to her, since when do you rock? (laughs) (laughs) And it's so, oh, his delivery is so good. It's so Mm -hmm. funny. It's such a solid Mm -hmm. friend line. It's Mm -hmm. like, since when do you rock? (laughs) That's one of my favorites, I think, of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. uh, Who's turning me on? Sheila? Yeah. Do we want to do one more I'd say one more. I think one more. Is that too many? Okay. Okay, one more. I think it's not the best line, but it's, I thought it was funny at the very beginning when Zach walks into the school um, and the, you can tell he's very popular and he goes like, uh, he goes, hey, Connie. And he goes, she, she says to her friend, he spoke to me. He called you Connie. So your name's Melissa. <laughs> I wrote that one down too. I know. Oh, and it happens a couple of times because he does the same thing to Lainey's brother and Lainey's brother gets excited and she's like, that's not your name. Yeah. His name is Simon. <laughs> like, I, just, I really, and but I, I love that line because he's like, does this happen? He's like, he knows my name. That's not your name. And then she turns to him and she's like, that's not his name. And I yeah. love it because it's yeah. like Lainey's like, no, it's cool. Listen, guy, learn. Yeah. And I love it. I'm like, yeah, Lainey, it's funny. yeah. But yeah, I wrote that down too. Uh, Lisa? Um, I'm going to finish with um, one of the ones that uh, is an exchange between Freddie Prince Jr. and his sister. And it's when they're discussing the fact that he's now trying to find a new tailor. And he says, well, to tell you the truth, she kind of blew me off. And her response is, I like her already. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. And I was like, yeah, okay. You're cool, Anna Patrick. And that's the line that made me think that she was making fun of him when she said rebound skank. That's yeah. the, Maybe. Yeah, that, that would be sense. my, that was my thing where she's like, she's not, she doesn't like the, the chicks that he dates because he is an mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and then my last line, the, I just think he's so funny. He's so great. He's so, their dynamic is so good. And I didn't realize how much I love their dynamic until I watched it. And um, Jesse is volunteering, volunteering, (laughs) volunteering his ticket 
We're almost done. We're almost there. <laughs> He's volunteering her uh, his ticket to the jester to go to the show, mm-hmm. and he keeps on encouraging interaction with Zach and is pissing Lainey off and she's like one moment and pushes him down and she's like I kicked your ass in third grade and I'll do it again and he's like okay one I was sick that day <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it doesn't matter it's so yeah. funny yeah. And I was like, that line made me laugh too and I wrote it down too one it's, it's his delivery one I was sick that day <laughs> <laughs> so good but it's also again their friendship where she's like I kicked your ass in third grade I'll do it again and it's such a like like that's such an you, elementary school like you totally. kicked everyone's at like everyone mm-hmm. fought in random <laughs> stupid fights and then like mm-hmm. your best friends in high school it's like that's very accurate mm-hmm. uh, i really appreciated that mm-hmm. awesome <sighs> okay this so super fun <laughs> well, i mean it's well the movie itself as we talking about it was in, more fun than was, the actual totally movie. was not great talking about it was a blast and talking <laughs> with you sheila was great too. Oh, so again thanks and so much for your awesome pick no one appreciated it over a five out of ten good <laughs> pick sheila yeah it really was a good pick like it really was not like good in the sense of like oh this is a, a classic good movie, movie yeah. that everyone should watch but it's a classic movie that all three of us fucking loved yes mm-hmm. That yeah, they can't all be gems. They, they can't. We, they can't all be gems. Exactly. What thirteen-year-old girl likes good quality movies all the time? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. You get a reasonable the occasional thing. one in there, but it's not yeah. going to be every movie. No, <laughs> not it. You don't love every good movie. I mean, that's not a thing. So, mm-hmm. great pick, Sheila. Yeah, great pick. Love it. Love it. We'll have to have you back on the podcast again soon. I mean, Thanks. obviously, <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and she's all that. I mean, those are two pretty. Solid picks. Uh, I, I can't wait to figure out what you're gonna choose the next time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I have another one in mind. I just have to wait for it to become available. So <laughs> don't worry. Right. <laughs> so you text us immediately when it happens. Yeah, you I let will. us know, Sheila. I will. Okay. Well, everyone uh who's listening, thank you for sticking with us through the whole episode. We hope that you enjoyed the movie as much as we did. Uh <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe more. More? Yeah. Maybe, I hope I hope you liked it more than we did. Um but if not, it that's okay too. Uh if you're listening to my voice, that means that you're listening to our podcast, which means that you should go to the <laughs> platform that you are currently listening <laughs> and you should give us a review. Uh a five star review would be yeah, preferably positive. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a good one would be nice. Uh and then you should follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at real and you can also send us an email to our gmail account real.window at gmail.com let us know what you thought of she's all that because i bet it's pure gold (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much guys we will see you on trivia sode friday where i pick the next movie i don't know what it is yet i'm excited sheila (laughs) thank you thank you thanks sheila (laughs) 